Good morning, and welcome to the ALC Daily Podcast. My name is Jared Pollard, and I am the Youth and Worship Pastor here at Abundant Life Church. This podcast is intended to impart faith and courage for us to become the hands and feet of Jesus in our everyday lives. We truly believe that the best is yet to come. Good morning, and welcome to the ALC Daily Podcast. My name is Pastor Jared Pollard, and I am running this interview solo. Pastor Ben is taking a nap currently. Um, and I'm doing an interview with Mr. Wade Blevins uh, at Pastors University. Wade, tell us a little bit about yourself. What what church are you with, and uh, what state are you in? I'm with the Carabell Christian Center, and I'm here from Florida. Awesome, very cool. Is, so Florida is really warm, right? It usually is, but when I left, it was actually a little cool for once. Oh, it's winter time in Missouri now, so it's actually starting to get a little bit cold. It's really mild here in Louisiana, so it's really nice to relax down here if this is mild then it's mild in Florida. <laughs> i <laughs> felt like it was a little cool that's exactly right so wade we just have or we i just have a couple questions for you today you know we're we're trying to do these interviews with pastors we got to um, interview rick earlier this week um, and we really just want to know and communicate to our people what other people are going through mm-hmm. but then also just an encouraging message um, from somebody else in the church i think if anything, this time with COVID is an amazing opportunity for the Big C Church to become more of a focus. And right. so that's one of our goals with including pastors. It's a good time for us, for Pastor Ben and I, uh, to be able to communicate with other pastors. And we were just joking, um, but it's true. You know, when we go on vacation places, we get a church to go in almost every single state. And right. we'll, we'll know a pastor and be able to do that. So Amen. it's just really cool. So um, tell us a little bit about... Your church in Carabelle and what uh, what is your role and your future role kind of mm-hmm. as we're just transitioning here? Um, yes, I, I started attending my church in Carabelle at the Christian Center at the end of 2005. Mm-hmm. So I'm going on 15 years uh, there now. And um, me and my wife have always been a big part of the youth ministry. Um, awesome. I play the drums at the church for the worship band. I've been doing that now for, I think, around eight years, six, eight years. Awesome. Um, and then um, here in Pastors University for the potential, uh, my pastor came to me a while back and we just discussed me being the one to step in when he steps out. So I'm here, I'm making good relationships, learning a lot of things, meeting people um, and preparing for the time that God says it's time. That's awesome. That's amazing. So uh, obviously COVID is everywhere and everybody's experienced different things. Just from a church perspective, what does that look like for you guys? Did you go down in attendance? How's the live streaming going? Right. All that different type of stuff. So we, at the beginning, um, it was where we are in Carabelle. a very rural area, mm-hmm. small. It was one of those things that is all around the world, but it's not here. Um, <laughs> so the initial impact for us wasn't as great as it was for other places. Um, but then we found out that it can come to us and that it did, obviously, mm-hmm. like it did everywhere else. And uh, so our attendance um, went down for a little bit. We started live streaming like mm-hmm. everyone else did because that was going to be the answer, mm-hmm. right? That's how we were going to get through this thing. We were going to oh, yeah. live stream for a few months and then everything was going to go back to normal which we know didn't happen. Um, and the first module that we were here together, we talked about how great the live streaming is. We're reaching all these people. Um, our church runs anywhere from 50 to 150. It, mm-hmm. it, it varies greatly. Um, but 
we would look at the views on the live streams mm-hmm. and we would be reaching out to a thousand plus people. Yeah. So we're like, this is great. Uh-huh. And then you realize that the views are going down and um, luckily, you know, the churches were able to reopen. Mm-hmm. And since then, um, at first, you always have your core, mm-hmm. your remnant group of people who are just going to always be there. And then in the last um, in the last month or so, we were starting to get a good return. That's awesome. Um, and we're starting to, it's very varied. That's um, yeah. Up what, and down. Per- what percentage would you say if you could attach a percentage uh, yeah. from what was pre-COVID to where you a are percentage right um, uh, Sunday was probably around half. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. That's yeah. cool that you guys have a lot of people, and you guys get a lot of tourist travel. We do, and that's one of the reasons that our church that it varies so much. That's awesome. Yeah, that's so cool. So Wade's definitely in that transition time. Uh, there is right. an anointing on him. Uh, he didn't know I was going to say any of this stuff. So there's an anointing on him. We've become friends through this process. And so it's just amazing to see, even from the first time that we met together uh, in our first cohort back in June or May, whenever that was. May. Um, and so just the difference in him has been awesome to see. Uh, there's a, a mantle, a weight of ministry that mm-hmm. gets transferred. And it's just, it's amazing to see that grow in people. Um, you know, we, we've got these challenges, people's attendance are down, finances are down, all these different obstacles, mm-hmm. but it's obvious that God is moving and that he's, he's preparing us to do something. Right. So what is the encouraging message or just the, the word that has stuck out to you guys as your leadership in your church mm-hmm. that you've been speaking to your people to encourage them during this time? Um, a couple of things that we've been speaking on from the beginning of the year, even to now, is uh, just a simple question is, can you hear the sound of abundance of rain? Mm-hmm. Um, and just talking about the promise of the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, the, mm-hmm. the former and the latter rains together, mm-hmm. and what that means for us, um, not just in America, but around the world, the body of Christ, what we're going to experience. Mm-hmm. And uh, a focus that I've had lately, um, because if we, get, if we get worried about the numbers and the attendance, mm-hmm. we'll take our eyes off of what God's really doing. Yeah. And so many times throughout Scripture, we started with a multitude and then only a select Mm. remained. Mm -hmm. Um, You look at, you look at the Israelites and how they wandered around the wilderness for so long. And then only so many of them got to go and partake of the promised land. And Mm -hmm. Jesus himself sent people to the upper room and he told them to go and pray and tarry and wait. And many went Mm. and then only a few were remaining when the spirit poured out. And now obviously then few people, they went into the world and they turned it upside down. So through this process of COVID and there's a promise attached to it, right? Mm -hmm. So if we can keep our eyes on what is God doing? Mm -hmm. What are we praying for? What are we tarrying for? What are we waiting for? Mm -hmm. And if the focus is only on, well, we're missing these people. Mm -hmm. Well, let's not miss God. We might be missing some people, but we don't need to miss the Lord in this. And I've seen um, something good on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Believe it or not, um, <laughs> Facebook's good if you remove the bad. So that's awesome. Me and my wife are going through. She's going through a transition in her job. Um, she's going from one job to another, and then uh, I'm in a transition period of where we are in ministry. Mm-hmm. And I seen this, and I always knew it, but I feel like it really sticks out right now. Mm-hmm. So grapes must be crushed mm-hmm. to become wine, and diamonds have to go under immense pressure mm-hmm. to transfer from coal to a diamond. Olives are pressed to release oil, and a seed must be broken mm. in order to grow. Mm. And what and what the point of this one was, it's saying that God is turning your pain into something beautiful, 
trust the process Mm -hmm. and trust God. So how many of the most beautiful things in the world Mm -hmm. are the most tasteful things in the world, the most sought after things in the world? We appreciate them for where they are, but we don't want to go through the process. We don't want to endure the process of what it takes to become these things. Many people followed Christ Mm -hmm. and then he started speaking the truth to them. (laughs) <laughs> and they said, your teachings are hard, right? <laughs> when he starts saying things like, let the dead bury the dead and put your hand on the plow and don't go, don't look back. And eat, to keep eat my focus, f- eat my flesh and drink my blood. Eat yeah. my flesh and drink my blood. Um, so there's a, there's a process. And yeah. if we can endure the process, mm-hmm. the, the promise is always there of, of what we're going to be formed into, of yeah. the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. And what I keep telling people is, I believe that even though only so many disciples and stuff were left there mm-hmm. at, at the day of Pentecost, mm-hmm. right? The ones that left early, mm-hmm. they they were still influenced by this mm-hmm. because they got to see the manifestation. They they watched the apostles go from house to house, and I'm sure that they came to some of their houses mm-hmm. and they told them and said, "Listen, I wish you would have stayed two more days. Mm-hmm. You just missed it, yeah. but God's good enough, and He sent me here. Mm-hmm. So what I don't want to be." I don't want to be someone who falls out in this process and then Jared comes back to me and says, wait two days, man. Yeah. If you'd have waited two more days, <laughs> this is what we experienced. Yeah. And now you can go experience it with me. And I know that'd be an opportunity, but I want to be the one going and saying, look what the Lord is That's doing good. right now. That's good. That's so good. I think it's so easy to get distracted by everything that's going on right Absolutely. now. There's, there's so much going on around us. And you know, you, you were sharing that thing that you found online and it just reminded me of a video I watched. I know uh, the term sheep has a negative connotation mm-hmm. now, but there's a reason that God used it as an illustration, I think. And you know, I've heard all the different stories about when the sheep runs away and they would break yeah. their legs and let them heal and all yeah. that type of stuff. But I, I saw one, I'd never seen this before. And it was a picture of a sheep that had gotten away and had been gone away for a couple seasons. It was lost out in the wilderness for it a couple seasons. And it looked rough. Horrible. It was covered. It's yeah. its wool was so thick yeah. that it couldn't walk. I mean, its legs were barely sticking mm-hmm. out of its wool. And so it's just so interesting. Um, I think the church has been, and I think we all would agree after after going through this time, we've had this consumeristic mindset. Mm-hmm. Whether it's been intentional or unintentional, it's it's begun to slip in. And we've not been sheared for a while. Right. I imagine that that sheep was crazy cold when he got yeah. all of that stuff cut off. But it applied freedom to his life that he didn't have before. Right. So and just so, a, a picture that the Lord sent me right yeah. there. You think about that sheep in the wilderness. A sheep in the pasture is clean. Yeah. And he's beautiful. He's yeah. protected. Yeah. There, in, in the pasture, there's nothing that mm-hmm. can attach itself to him. Yeah. But a sheep in the wilderness mm-hmm. with that wool growing out, yeah. when he walks by the vine, the vine attaches to him. Yeah. When he walks by a branch, that branch breaks off and attaches mm-hmm. to him. You're right. When we get out from under the protection yeah. of the shepherd, yeah. of, of, of the Lord, of the church, yeah. whatever it may be, whatever mm-hmm. pasture that you're in, mm-hmm. things are going to start attaching itself. Yeah to you and yeah. that's the importance that's of amazing. us being together in a clean pasture yeah. under the shepherd that's amazing just a, just a departing word um, just for our people that are listening to this to this podcast you know you we've got this amazing picture and if COVID has done anything for us and if the presidential election has done anything for us and world events has done anything for us I think it's given us an opportunity to remember that we're not supposed to fear those things. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to fear the Lord. Amen. And so uh, Rick, uh, the guy that we interviewed yesterday, he even mentioned this. 
Uh, and I think uh, it's continued in Proverbs chapter three. Uh, everybody loves verses five and six, right. uh, and it talks about trusting in the Lord, and He'll give you peace. That mm-hmm. uh, is, you know, you don't have to understand, and that peace enters in. Well, what happens if you look in those verses following? Fear the Lord, flee from right. evil. Right. Uh, and then it talks about how it's refreshment to your bones, healing right. to your body. And so, if anything, this is an opportunity. You know, healing doesn't happen if there's nothing wrong. Mm-hmm. The refreshment doesn't happen if you if there's not a drought. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's revealed these things have been happening. Now is the time for us to return to the Amen. protection that you right. were talking about. So, Wade, thank you so much for this conversation. We're going to continue to try and get a few more of these with other pastors. It's a lot of fun. It's encouraging for us making this. I feel yeah. I feel the presence of God just Amen. in this conversation, and we just we hope that this is encouraging to you guys, um, and hope that you guys have a good day. Uh, we continue uh, to pray for you all that are listening to this podcast. Um, Pastor Ben will be involved on some of the episodes later and some of these other interviews, and we hope that it continues to bless you all. Amen. Thank you for joining us today. ALC is moving forward, and we are having in-person services. Join us at 10 a.m. on Sunday mornings for worship, teaching, and fellowship. Community has been our lifeline during the pandemic, and our house churches are continuing to meet. For more information about our services, live streams, and house churches, please visit our website at Abundant.us.